Life Audio. Hello, and thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines a verse each day to learn about God and His will for our lives. My name is Joshua Lilly, and after this quick word from our sponsor, we'll look at today's verse, Proverbs chapter 8, verse 1. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. When I was a very little kid, I remember my mom taking me to a small knickknack store near the harbor where I grew up. It had a lot of old and antique items and a smattering of silly toys that I couldn't peel my eyes off of. I don't remember what my mom came into the store for other than to distract and tempt me, but whenever she had finished what she needed to do, I walked out of there with a tiny wind-up squirrel toy in my pocket that I didn't pay for. I have no idea why I chose that toy to snatch, but as the day went on, it felt heavier and heavier in my pocket as the guilt set in. Eventually, I tearfully confessed to my mom and surrendered the tiny squirrel toy. My mom comforted me, but did not spare me the shame of traveling back to that store and handing the tiny squirrel back to the lady at the cash register. I apologized to her with all the gravitas of a toddler. Had I not told my mom of the stolen squirrel toy, I'd have played with it without fear of enduring that awkward conversation. It was easy to get away with, hence why I seized the opportunity when it first presented itself. But I couldn't escape that pesky thing we call a conscience. Most of us give a voice to our inner thoughts and feelings. Listen to your heart or listen to your conscience are commonly used phrases for decision making. Well, the first verse of Proverbs chapter 8 gives wisdom a voice. And the next 20 verses after that describe it in great detail and how clearly wisdom speaks to all people. 
Proverbs 8, verse 1. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? If you're familiar with the Bible, you've probably read or heard many verses from the book of Proverbs. It's the most stock standard compilation of clear instructions. However, you may not have noticed this running theme of wisdom personified as Lady Wisdom, we'll call her. Throughout the 31 chapters of Proverbs, Lady Wisdom beckons you to listen to her and let her guide your thinking, while ignoring her call and turning the other way is to live the way of the fool, or even the wicked. Charles Spurgeon describes wisdom this way, Wisdom is the right use of knowledge. To know is not to be wise. Many people know a great deal and are all the greater fools for it. There is no fool so great as a knowing fool, but to know how to use knowledge is to have wisdom. So, obviously, as a child, I had a strong suspicion that it would be wrong to take that toy, to steal. I had that knowledge. Heeding wisdom's call would have told me to have never taken it in the first place. But her voice became loud enough eventually for me to turn and confess my petty crime. Now, am I saying that my conscience and wisdom are the same thing? Well, no. That inner voice doesn't always lead me in the right direction. In fact, I could argue that it was my inner voice tempting me to snatch that squirrel off the shelf in the first place. Now, this is all a playful analogy to a formative childhood experience of mine, but Let's not fail to translate this to the more significant interactions, moments, and opportunities in your week. The Apostle Paul in Romans 7 uses some stronger metaphors for his context when discussing the dilemma of conscience for the follower of Jesus. Verses 21 through 24 of Romans 7. I've discovered this principle of life, that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. And this power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Certainly, people all over the place are compelled to do good and right things by what they would call a conscience or gut instinct or general human decency. Uh, But I find Paul to be absolutely correct when reflecting on the ultimate intentions people. We don't train children how to throw tantrums. We don't teach kids how to steal or punch and kick their siblings or steal tiny squirrel toys. Our hearts and minds are fallible. Our consciences, while they can be trained for good and noble things, will let us down. So, is wisdom's call simply for us to turn inward and incline our ear to our gut instinct or inner voice? Well, 1 Corinthians 1 calls Jesus wisdom from God. And the next verse here in Romans 7 reads as follows when answering the question of what source will give us freedom. Verse 25. Thank God. The answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I'm a slave to sin. 
Uh, the freedom found in Jesus, the equipping to obey God's law. The Bible calls this life in the spirit, a changed heart and renewed mind, guided, convicted, prodded, and nurtured by God's Holy Spirit. So what does wisdom sound like? It sounds like Jesus. It sounds like God revealing himself to us fully. It sounds like an invitation for life and redemption and healing and wholeness. Wisdom isn't like how we usually view the book of Proverbs. Simple, straightforward instructions for living. Well, because we live in a very complicated world that 31 chapters can't adequately and specifically summarize. The Bible isn't interested in giving us a tax code of instructions, but rather wisdom for our lives. Jesus gives us a paradigm for daily living. So again, let's not fail to translate this to the more significant interactions, moments, and opportunities in our week. Let's pause for a moment now and reflect on what opportunities for wisdom we've already encountered. Let's ask God to guide us in the inevitable opportunities in our future, or even this day. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, life-giving counselor, Jesus, our wisdom and righteousness, bring to our minds where we trust in our own wisdom more than yours. Teach us to hear wisdom's voice and to pattern our lives after yours. Thank you for being clear communication from God, for being his very word. Give us wisdom for this day, for tomorrow, and for the rest of our lives as we daily put our trust in you. Teach us how wisdom navigates the complicated circumstances and seasons of life. For you know better than we and we know you. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. considered yourself a messenger? Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, or art to make, or perhaps businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. If you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, Search and follow the Messenger Movement podcast on your favorite podcast platform today or lifeaudio.com.